Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. In this episode, uh, it's Monday evening. We have a fun game tonight. We got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Giants. I'm trying to record a quick video here, though. It's not really a quick video, but we're going to be going over all the Week 8 snap counts. We'll take a peek at the box scores, uh, and we'll give you guys the snap count numbers that you need to make better fantasy decisions going forward. Uh, so we're using Pro Football Reference. I'm going to hop right into Green Bay in Arizona. This was our Thursday night game. The Packers stole one on the road, 24 to 21. Let's take a peek at those snap numbers. And uh, how I read these off here, I read them off by percentages, and I, I kind of just ignore linemen and quarterbacks unless there was some kind of injury or benching. Uh, but for the most part here, I'm just going to read flexes, wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends, just to figure out the pecking order uh, of these guys here. So the Packers, Equinemius St. Brown led the way with 92% of the snaps. Jawan Winfrey, wide receiver two on the day, 74% of the snaps. Randall Cobb was not the guy uh, that everyone thought he was going to be. He was only 68% of the snaps. He did get the two touchdowns, which we'll get to in a second, uh, <clears throat> but he was the clear number three receiver in terms of snap counts. And uh, the only other receivers to get snaps, Amari Rogers down here at 22%, Malik Taylor at 7%. So it looks like uh, with Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard both out, as well as MVS, Equinemius St. Brown looks to be that clear number four receiver uh, in terms of snaps and maybe Randall Cabo uh, kind of sliding that that four or five. Uh, Aaron Jones, 66% of the snaps is kind of where he's been all season. A.J. Dillon here at 40%. Uh, unfortunately, there was an injury in this one to running back Kylan Hill, the third string running back. He didn't get any snaps on offense, but uh, he is out for the season. I don't know if that's going to move the needle for Jones or Dylan, but a really good game for, for Aaron Jones, 66% of the snaps again, and A.J. Dillon did play 40%. Robert Tunyon, ACL uh, injuries going to knock him out for the season. He had 48% of the snaps. Mercedes Lewis, 42% snaps. So he's going to probably be the biggest beneficiary of the Tanyan injury. And then Josiah DeGuara, actually, he might even have a more of an of a increase in his numbers. He was only on the field 22% of the snaps. Dominique Daphne down here at 19%. So look for these two guys, DeGuara and Daphne, to get more involved into the offense. Uh, I don't know if for fantasy we're going to care that much, but I'm just I'm I'm waiting to see. Uh, who gets the biggest spike in tight end numbers here on the Cardinal side of things? AJ Green led the way, 95% of the snaps. Christian Kirk, 78% of the snaps. Rondell Moore uh, was the wide receiver three on the day with 61% of the snaps. Antone, Antoine Wesley, 53%. And then DeAndre Hopkins, only 15 snaps. Uh, that's good for 25%. He had the hamstring injury. Uh, he had the big first play uh, on one of their, I think it was their first or second drive of the game, uh, and then he ended up pulling up. So only 25% of the snaps for Hopkins. That's why the other guys were increased. Zach Ertz dominated the tight end share, 73%. There's really no other tight end that we need to worry about uh, in the lineup here. Chase Edmonds getting 59% of the snaps, and James Conner getting 37% of the snaps. Now let's go <clears throat> see what these uh, mean for the box score. For the Cardinals here, Kyler Murray struggled in this one, 22 of 33, 274 yards, two interceptions, two sacks as well. He almost lost a fumble in this one as well, uh, only six carries for 21 yards. So the Packers were able to get to Kyler Murray and frustrate him and kind of get him off the mark. Uh, Chase, uh, Chase Edmonds led the way with carry, seven for 30, and he gets a touchdown three for 39 as a receiver. Uh, so he gets the touchdown and he's still running back two in PPR leagues. James Conner though, he's kind of like a standard league cheat code right now. Five attempts, 22 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, so it, it's very clear when they get near the red zone, James Conner's going to get called in and, and potentially punch one in from the goal line. Uh, Rondell Moore had two attempts for a, a one rushing yard. He also lost a fumble here. 
Uh, and then three for 24 as a receiver for Rondell Moore. DeAndre Hopkins caught both of his targets for 66 yards. A.J. Green with Hopkins, <clears throat> you know, MIA for most of the game. A.J. Green goes and gets eight targets. That's the team lead. Five for 50. Christian Kirk, six targets, four for 46. And Zach Ertz, four for 42. Antoine Wesley, nothing really to, to, to talk about. Uh, on the Packers side, it was a pretty inefficient day for Aaron Rodgers. He struggled with his backup uh, wide receivers, as you know you would expect. But 22 of 37, only 184 passing yards. He does get the two touchdowns, only sacked once, three yards on the ground here. A.J. Dillon actually uh, had the more carries in this game, 16 for 78. He was a huge piece uh, of keeping this offense on track. Aaron Jones, 15 for 59 in a touchdown, 11 targets for Aaron Jones in the passing game. He goes seven for 51 as a receiver. So I like to see that involvement there. He does get the touchdown. Uh, he actually had another touchdown called back or reversed. So uh, if you have Aaron Jones, you should not be concerned about the A.J. Dillon uh, eating into his carries role. Um, if anything, they're just building a bigger role for A.J. Dillon, not at the expense of Aaron Jones, but they're just creating a bigger role for him uh, outside of Aaron Jones's role. So Aaron Jones, he touched the ball 22 times. You know, usually he's a 15 to 20 touch guy. So uh, be happy with Aaron Jones. Don't complain. Amari Rogers, one carry, 11 yards, one reception, seven yards. Robert Tunyon, <clears throat> before he got hurt, three for 49 as a receiver. Jawan Winfrey, four for 30. He had a couple drops uh, in that one that might have made Aaron Rodgers a little upset uh, and potentially, th you know, big third down, uh, you know, conversions. Josiah DeGuarda, two for 20 as a receiver. Randall Cobb, only three for 15, but he does get the two touchdowns. And then Equinemius St. Brown, two for 12. Mercedes Lewis had a nasty one-handed grab at the back of the end zone but couldn't get the other foot down otherwise he would have had a touchdown there so that's going to do it packers uh move to seven and one cardinals fall to seven and one we're going to move on to kind of a boring game here carolina and the atlanta falcons here this one was in atlanta panthers win 19 to 13 four and four record for the panthers three and four for the falcons and uh, some big Calvin Ridley news. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, for the Panthers, DJ Moore led the way, 82%. Robert, uh, Robbie Anderson, 74%. Keith Kirkwood, 47%. Shai Smith, 32%. So Terrace Marshall Jr. is still kind of hanging out, uh, I think, with concussion symptoms, which is not great. So DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson were leaned on heavy here. The tight end situation, Ian Thomas, 62%. The next up, Tommy Tremble at 46%. Uh, running backs, Chuba Hubbard, 55% of the snaps, and then they used Amir Abdullah, 30%. They had a fullback and some uh, some snaps, and then Royce Freeman ends up getting 15% of the snaps there. Uh, the Falcons, Kyle Pitts led the way, 83%. He's going to be the focal point of the offense. And uh, on the other side of that coin, he's probably going to be the main focus of defenses as well. Uh, Russell Gage, 68% of the snaps. Tajay Sharp, 68% of the snaps. So with Calvin Ridley out, Russell Gage and Tajay Sharp uh, are going to be interests on the waiver wire this week. Mike Davis <clears throat> actually out snapping Cordero Patterson, 64% for him. Hayden Hurst, backup tight end, gets 62%. Uh, there's Cordero Patterson, 60%. We can forget about Olamide Zacchaeus. He's you know, he's not even uh, ahead of Tajay Sharp or Russell Gage on the depth chart right now. So uh, this Falcons offense going forward, this is how it's going to look. It's going to be Pitts, Gage, Sharp, Davis, Cordero, Patterson, and a little sprinkles of Hayden Hurst every now and then. Uh, if we go look at the box score real quick, let's examine that. For the Falcons, 
Uh, only six players touched the ball on Sunday. Matt Ryan, 20 of 27, 146 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, sacked three times. Uh, and then he adds three yards on the ground. Mike Davis and Cordero Patterson both get nine carries. Mike Davis goes nine for 44. Cordero, nine for 35. But Mike Davis, after not getting a target, a single target the week before, he gets six targets, five for 22 as a receiver. And then Cordero Patterson catches all five of his targets for 37 yards and a touchdown. So you're going to probably see some more attention on the combination of Darius and Cordero Patterson as the offense. Uh, Tajay Sharp, six targets, five for 58. Kyle Pitts, six targets, only two for 13. So I'm going to continue to roll with Pitts. It's a disappointing game, but we'll see how uh, life after Ridley gets adapted here. Alameda Zacchaeus, one for 12, whatever. Hayden Hurst, two for four. So no Russell Gage targets. For him to play 68% of the snaps and get no targets is a little bit of a head-scratcher. Uh, but Tajay Sharp, I'm interested in Tajay Sharp or Russell Gage off the waiver wire if you can. Uh, for the Panthers, Sam Darnold. Didn't play a full game here, 13 of 24, 129 yards, uh, eight attempts, 66 yards. He's going to be in con uh, concussion protocol uh, this week. So he didn't turn the ball over, which I guess is nice, but he didn't really inspire too much confidence for us for fantasy. Chuba Hubbard was the main guy today, uh, 24 attempts, 82 yards, and one touchdown, uh, one for nine as a receiver. He did lose a fumble in this one, but again, he made the day with the touchdown. Amir Abdullah actually looked pretty good too. Eight carries, 31 yards. Five targets, three for 35 as a receiver. Uh, with Christian McCaffrey likely back next week, we'll see uh, what the running back load looks like here. If Chuba uh, maybe has earned himself a small role, even with a healthy CMC, at least to get him back in action. Uh, as far as receivers, DJ Moore, eight targets leading the way, four for 59 as a receiver. You'll take your DJ Moore floor game. Tommy Tremble, three for 18. Ian Thomas, one for 10. Robbie Anderson had one measly target in this game. No catches. Uh, we're going to just drop Robbie Anderson. I don't even want to hear uh, anyone on, on with him on their bench. Um, Keith Kirkwood, Shai Smith, just nothing really here. So as far as this Panthers offense goes for fantasy, it's Christian McCaffrey, it's DJ Moore. Uh, end of story. Stay out of it. Hold on to Chuba Hubbard, even if CMC returns. Uh, we've seen that you know play before. So Panthers 19-13. Uh, ugly, ugly game here. Ugly outlook for the Panthers and the Falcons going forward too. In uh, a more interesting game, I guess, Buffalo Bills beat the Miami Dolphins 26-11. Uh, Buffalo 5-2. Miami falls to 1-7. Take a peek at these snap counts here for Miami. Uh, Mike Jasicki led the way 97%. Uh, the next best tight end was Adam Shaheen, 59%, and Durham Smythe, 42%. So they use three tight ends a lot, uh, but it's good to see Jasicki getting the, the lion's share there. Uh, Jalen Waddle led the way for receivers, 94% of the snaps. Devontae Parker looked back, or he looked good back in action, 91% for him. And then really they, they just did a lot of two tight end stuff. They just kept Waddle and Parker on the field the majority of the game. And then Isaiah Ford, 12%. Matt Collins, 6%. Albert Wilson, 3%. Just kind of an afterthought at that wide receiver three position as Mike Jasicki is kind of operating as a, a slot, a big slot tight end uh, for running backs. We see Miles Gaskin get 58% of the snaps. Salvin Ahmed, 23%. And Patrick Laird getting the call up here, 14% for him. Uh, I would have liked Salvin Ahmed to get some of those touches, uh, but they use Laird there in return. Uh, but Gaskin, 58% of the snaps is good with no Malcolm Brown. On the Buffalo Bills side, uh, Tommy Sweeney leading the way, 82% of the snaps, backing up for Dawson Knox. He caught three for 30, uh, so six points maybe for PPR. He, he could have a nice game uh, at Jacksonville next week. I'll, we'll be talking about him on the waiver wire for sure. Emmanuel Sanders leads the way for wideouts, 77%. Stephon Diggs, 75%. And then here we go. With Dawson Knox missing, uh, we see Cole Beasley 
step up here. 71% of the snaps for him. Zach Moss gets 64%. Gabe Davis gets 44% as the fourth receiver. And then here's Devin Singletary at 34%. So Zach Moss whew, gets 47 snaps to Devin Singletary's, Devin Singletary's 25 snaps. So almost doubling up his total amount of snaps. That's something to, uh, to think of going forward. If Zach Moss is available in your league or someone uh, wants to trade him, try to acquire Zach Moss if you can. If he's going to be doubling up Singletary in touches and carries uh, or snaps, I'm interested in having him going forward. And then let's go take a peek here at the box scores. So Josh Allen, 29 of 42, 249 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers in this one. He also ran the ball eight times for 55 yards and the touchdown. So he had a pretty good fantasy day by the end of it. Cole Beasley, 0 for 1 passing, um, uh, but he had a team high, 13 targets, 10 receptions for 110 yards. So great day for Cole Beasley. And again, as long as Dawson Knox is out, Cole Beasley is going to be a huge part of this offense. Devin Singletary gets seven carries for 28 yards, one catch for one yard. Zach Moss. Uh, more carries, eight carries for 19 yards. Not as productive as Singletary, but in the passing game was where Zach Moss made his fantasy day. Seven targets, six for 39. Uh, Stephon Diggs, only seven targets, but five for 40 and a touchdown. You'll take it. It's a 15-point PPR floor day for Diggs. Tommy Sweeney, the backup tight end, four targets, three for 36 points PPR. Uh, and then Gabe Davis making an appearance here. Five targets, four for 29 and the score. Emmanuel Sanders, uh, I apologize if I told you to start Emmanuel Sanders, four targets, zero reception. Sometimes that just happens. Uh, you know, Buffalo has a lot of moving parts on offense. For the Miami Dolphins, you see two attack of Iloa here, 21 of 39, 205 yards, one interception, uh, and then he adds 10 yards and a rushing touchdown to the day. Miles Gaskin leads the way on carries, 12 for 36, also three for 19 as a rusher. So, a frustrating day for sure, but you'll take the kind of seven, eight point floor there. Uh, Salvin Ahmed, seven for 22 as a rusher, one catch for six yards as a receiver. Uh, but this was all about Devontae Parker, I think, in this one. 11 targets, eight for 85. He's looking, uh, again, like a really healthy wide receiver, too, for fantasy. Mike Jasicki goes four targets, three for 48. Jalen Waddle, this one was weird. 12 Jalen Waddle targets equals four receptions for 29 yards. So I love the targets. Hopefully the execution can be better uh, in the future here. Patrick Laird, one for 10, whatever. Adam Shaheen, one for eight, whatever. Uh, Isaiah Ford, Matt Collins, uh, Ford uh, didn't record a single catch. So uh, tough matchup for the Dolphins offense here. Things, be, things are going to get a lot better going up uh, against the Houston Texans next week. So hold on to your Dolphins. Go pick up Devontae Parker if he's available. And maybe Will Fuller. If Will Fuller's back, uh, he should be ready for that one. So Miami, 11, Buffalo, 26. We'll move on to our next game here, the 49ers and the Chicago Bears. 49ers win 33-22. to 22. Uh, Let's take a look down here at the snap counts. Brandon Ayuk, interesting. Brandon Ayuk led the team in snaps as far as non-linemen and quarterbacks with 88%. Debo Samuel, 82% of the snaps. Uh, the next best receiver was Mohamed Sanu, 45%. Really don't need to worry about anybody else. Uh, the tight ends, though, with George Kittle, probably George Kittle's last game away. Uh, as he can probably get back next week. Charlie Warner, 80% of the snaps. Next best tight end was Ross Dwelly, 27%. So Ross Dwelly is not even really the backup anymore. It's Charlie Warner. Uh, that's his job. For running backs, Elijah Mitchell gets 64%. The fullback, Juszczyk, gets 55%. Jamichael Hasty, 34%. So uh, the 49ers are clearly just going to give Elijah Mitchell the, the starting role here. Jermichael Hasty was kind of a third down option for uh, for them in this one as he's been the past few games. So it's Mitchell, 
Uh, leading the team in carries and Hasty probably going to be the pass catching back. Trey Sermon's not even a thought right now, so I think we can comfortably drop him uh, unless you want to hold on to the handcuff situation. For the Bears, Cole Komet led the way, 90% of the snaps. Khalil Herbert just dominating, making uh, Damian Williams an afterthought. You could probably just drop Damian Williams at this point, but Khalil Herbert gets 84% of the snaps. Allen Robinson, 80%. Darnell Mooney, 77%. So interesting is a decrease of wide receiver snaps here, more tight end, more running back snaps, not what we have been seeing. Uh, Jesse James, backup tight end, 54%. And then Marquise Goodwin, Demir Bird were the next best receivers here. Uh, but let's go take a peek at this box score because this one's got some fantasy numbers in it. Uh, Justin Fields. Probably his best game as a pro, 19 for 27, 175 and one touchdown. He did throw an interception and was sacked four times, uh, but he added 10 carries for 103 yards and one score. Khalil Herbert, 23 attempts, 72 yards. Not the best yards per carry, but uh, you take the volume when you can get it. Two receptions for negative four yards as a receiver. Darnell Mooney led the way in targets goes uh, with nine targets. He goes six for 64. Jesse James, backup tight end, goes three for 38 and the one touchdown there. Marquise Goodwin, three for 32. Cole Komet, three for 24. Allen Robinson, three for 21. Uh, I'm, I'm super frustrated with the Bears offense. I think at this point, uh, it really depends on when David Montgomery is going to get back on the field. But uh, for now, it Fields is a super flex quarterback too, and Khalil Herbert Maybe a running back too right now until David Montgomery returns. For the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo blew up in this one. 17 of 28, 322 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions, wasn't sacked all day. Uh, but he adds four rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. Elijah Mitchell gets 18 carries for a buck 37 and the score here. He's not targeted in the in the passing game at all. Uh, Jamichael Hasty three attempts for four yards, and he catches both of his targets for 29 yards. This one was all about Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel gets nine targets, six catches for 171 yards. Uh, there's Brandon Ayuk with seven targets, four for 45. So a good, you know, foundation for him to build off of. If Brandon Ayuk goes out and has another, you know, nine to 10 PPR point day, uh, we can maybe begin to trust him, especially since he led the team in snaps for receivers. Mohamed Sanu, three for 59, whatever. Use check one for 11, just not much else here. So with George Kittle likely back, what do we think of the 49ers offense? Garoppolo's a QB2 for Superflex leagues. I think Elijah Mitchell's a, a running back, a strong running back too right now. Debo Samuel's a top five receiver every week. And then Brandon Ayuk, pulling out help for him as a flex bench play right now. And then George Kittle, we'll see what happens when he gets back. But uh, we're going to have to limit our expectations when Kittle comes back. I don't know if he's going to be a top five tight end every week. Uh, but 49ers move to three and four. Chicago Bears fall to three and five. The Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Steelers improve to four and three. Browns fall to four and four as Pittsburgh takes this one 15 to 10. Let's go take a peek at the snap counts. Uh, for the Steelers here, we see Chase Claypool, 97% of the snaps. Deontay Johnson, 92%, the next best receiver. James Washington at 46%. Don't know if that means anything. Najee Harris dominated the running back snaps with 84%. The next man up was uh, Anthony McFarland Jr. Interesting here with 9%. And then with Eric Ebron out in this one, you see Pat Frymouth, uh 78% of the snaps. Backup tight end Zach Gentry gets 61%. On the Brown side here, Jarvis Landry leading the way with 90% of the snaps. Odell Beckham, 73%. The next best wideout was Rashard Higgins at 56%. As far as the tight end game goes, David Njoku and Austin Hooper both ran 64% of the route. So this is a heavy two tight end offense. Harrison Bryant, the clear number three here at 39%. And then for running backs, 
you see Nick Chubb get 56% of the snaps. Dearness Johnson gets 31%. Demetric Felton gets 15%. Um, so let's take a peek here at the box score. Uh, we'll start with the Browns in this one. Baker Mayfield, 20 of 31, 225 yards. He was sacked four times, only added five yards on the ground. So pretty pedestrian day for him, no touchdowns. Nick Chubb, only 16 for 61, one catch for eight yards. That's kind of a floor game for him. You'll take your eight points, I suppose, no touchdowns. Dearness Johnson gets the touchdown, though. Four for 22 in the score, one catch for seven yards as a receiver. Really good day for Jarvis Landry. Uh, one attempt for five yards on the ground, team high, 10 targets, five for 65 as a receiver. He did lose a fumble in this one, but uh, he's going to be the main receiving threat in this team. And I think he's a wide receiver three in PPR leagues going forward. Uh, Najoku goes three for 39, Harrison Bryant, two for 33, Rashard Higgins goes two for 27, Austin Hooper goes four for 26. Uh, kind of just nothing else. Odell Beckham, one catch for six yards on one target. Like Odell, we're kind of done with Odell. Uh, hopefully he can get traded before tomorrow. Uh, but for the Browns, Chubb, Dearness Johnson, Jarvis Landry, those are really the only mainstays for now. On the Pittsburgh side of things, Ben Roethlisberger, 22 of 34, 266 yards and a touchdown. He was sacked twice, uh, only the one touchdown there. Najee Harris, 26 of 91, uh, rushing and one touchdown there. Three receptions for 29 yards. Um, solid day from Najee Harris. He's a top five back. I don't know really what else I have to say about Najee Harris. Chase Claypool, two for 16 as a rusher, four for 45 as a receiver. Uh, there's Ray Ray McLeod, one attempt for 10 yards rushing. Anthony McFarland, uh, only one attempt for one yard. Deontay Johnson continues to lead the team in targets. 13 targets, six for 98 as a receiver. Pat Frymouth, the number two target today. Seven targets, four for 44 and a touchdown. Uh, potentially being a, a tight end one streamer down the way. He's actually been playing really good his last three or four games. And then really nothing else to note here. Zach Gentry, actually, uh, five targets, three for 39. So total of 12 targets to the tight ends in this one. Benny Snell, one for seven, whatever. James Washington, one for four. Uh, continue to use Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Najee Harris, and then Ben Roethlisberger, even in Superflex. I don't know if I love it, but uh, the Steelers take this one 15 to 10, uh, move to four and three. Here we have a fun game, uh, the Colts and the Titans. This one was 31 to 34. The Titans take it in overtime. They move to six and two. Uh, let's take a peek at the snap counts on this one. Of course, the big news sweeping the day. Derrick Henry out for six to 10 weeks with a broken foot, <coughs> a broken toe in his foot. Uh, AJ Brown led the way in snaps on the day. 92% of the snaps, uh, the next best receiver. Marcus Johnson, 66% of the snaps, whatever. Uh, Chester Rogers, 42% of the snaps, whatever. Nick Westbrook, Akina, 32%. It's really A.J. Brown or bust for the passing game. Jeff Swain, interesting guy here, 78% of the snaps for him as the lead tight end. Michael Pruitt, 48% of the snaps. Uh, and then Anthony Ferkser, I just... I don't get it. He's not being used at all. 27% of the snaps as the tight end here for running back. Derrick Henry plays 74% of the snaps. The next man up was Jeremy McNichols at 23%. So only two running backs saw snaps. McNichols would, might be the first guy to potentially get the touches there with Derrick Henry out. I'll also throw in Darrington Evans returning soon. Uh, on the Colts side, Michael Pittman Jr., guys, he is here. 96% of the snaps for him to lead the way at wide out. Zach Pascoe comes in at 94% of the snaps. T.Y. Hilton, 44%. Ashton Doolin, 36%. Uh, they only ran four receivers on Sunday. The running backs, 
Jonathan Taylor gets 74% of the snaps. Naheem Hines gets 31% of the snaps. So they're trying to find ways to get Naheem Hines and JT on the field together, which I think is a pretty good move. As far as tight ends go, Jack Doyle, 62%. Moali Cox, 49%. Kylan Granson down here at 12%. Let's go take a peek at these box scores. On the Colts side, Carson Wentz, 27 of 51, 231 yards, and he throws for three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, he also adds 11 yards as a rusher, so a nice high-volume day for him. That's not going to be something that we can expect. 51 passes is a lot, but uh, it's good to see the three touchdowns get in there. Jonathan Taylor, 16 carries, 70 yards, and a score. Three for 52 as a receiver, so JT continues to be a top-five back. Naheem Hines, five targets, four for 22 as a receiver. Michael Pittman Jr., though, is the real deal. 15 targets. Clearly, Carson Wentz's favorite wide receiver to target. 10 receptions, 86 yards, and two touchdowns. I think he's a top five or top 10 fantasy receiver option right now. Zach Paschal, <clears throat> kind of the clear number two in this offense. Eight targets, five for 43 as a receiver. T.Y. Hilton, five targets, but only two for 16. Jack Doyle, two targets, two catches, 12 yards, and a score. Molly Cox gets a goose egg, four targets, no catches. Ashton Doolin, four targets, no catches. And Kylan Granson down here with one target, one reception for zero yards. On the Tennessee side of things, pretty efficient day for Ryan Tannehill, 23 of 33. 265 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He was sacked three times, uh, but he added 26 yards as a rusher. They let A.J. Brown just try to throw a pass in this game. He was 0 of 1, uh, but A.J. Brown was the offense on the day. 11 targets, 10 receptions, 155 yards, and one score. He's back to a top five, top 10 receiver every week, so I hope you're able to buy low on the A.J. Brown. Derrick Henry goes 28 carries for only 68 yards. They really bottled him up. I don't know at what point of the game his foot was injured, but uh, clearly a, a really tough day for Derrick Henry. Uh, no catches for Henry either. Jeremy McNichols goes no carries, but three catches for 33 yards as a receiver. Jeff Swaim, five targets, four for 23 and a score. Michael Pruitt, two for 22. Nick Westbrook-Akina, two for 16 and a touchdown. Uh, and then just nothing doing for Marcus Johnson, Ferkser, Chester Rogers, uh, even Logan Woodside got a, a, a rushing attempt in this one. Um, so interesting game. The Titans sitting at six and two. They have what uh, uh, a two and a half, three three game lead over the Colts right now on the division. We'll see if that can be enough to keep them in the playoff hunt. And again, maybe Derrick Henry returns uh, more so in that six to seven, eight week timetable uh, than the six to ten. So we'll see. Uh, interesting game though. Titans thirty four, Colts thirty one. <clears throat> Moving on to the football team and the Denver Broncos. Uh, just an ugly game overall. Broncos win this 17-10. to 10. They move to 4-4. Four and four. Washington falls to 2-6. and six. Uh, Let's look at the snap counts here. On the football team side, Ricky Seals-Jones plays 100% of the snaps. Uh, Terry McLaurin leads the way for wideouts, 87%. DeAndre Carter, 70%. Adam Humphreys here at 63%. Uh, the next best receiver was Dax Milne, 30%. Uh, for... Uh, Backup tight end, John Bates here at 21%, but it was all Ricky Seals-Jones. The running backs, J.D. McKissick gets 46% of the snaps. Antonio Gibson, uh, season low, 33% of the snaps as he yielded work to Jarrett Patterson, who had 23% of the snaps. So the, the football team's on bye for week uh, nine here. I don't know if this was a move to just make sure Gibson stays healthy with less work. Interesting move here, but they decide to use three running backs in this one in rotation. For the Broncos, 
Tim Patrick dominates the receiver snaps here. 94% of the snaps for him. Cortland Sutton gets 87%. Jerry Judy in his return gets 72% of the snaps here. Uh, only Kendall Hinton got 4% there as the fourth receiver. So it's clear it's Patrick, Sutton, and Jerry Judy. Noah Fant got the, the, the tight end snaps here at 77%. Uh, but Albert Okwegbunam was back. He saw 49% of the snaps. If anything happens to Noah Fant, Albert O is going to be the tight end to pick up. For running backs, Melvin Gordon continues to, to win this battle. 57% of the snaps to Javante Williams is 43%. So if we look at the numbers real quick, Teddy Bridgewater, 19 of 26, 213 yards and one score. He was sacked four times. Uh, a pretty, you know, lackluster day against this Washington defense where everybody's been hitting as a quarterback. Melvin Gordon, 10 for 47 and a rushing touchdown. He also caught all three of his receptions for 15 yards and a touchdown. So two TDs on the day. He did lose a pretty costly fumble in that fourth quarter, though. Almost blew the game. Javante Williams, only 9 for 35 as a rusher, 2 for 13 as a receiver. Tim Patrick, three targets, 3 for 64. Cortland Sutton, four targets, two for 40. Jerry Judy catches all four of his targets for 39 yards. Uh, and then Albert Okwegunam here, three for 34 as the, the main tight end in this one. And Noah Fant, four targets, two for eight. So everything was just spread out too thin. Uh, too many names, uh, too many receivers to hit here. So I'm a little bit nervous about uh, this passing pie going forward. But the Broncos will head to Dallas this week for week nine. On the football team side, real quick, Taylor Heineke. 24 of 39, 270 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, uh, and he adds only 10 yards as a rusher. Jarrett Patterson was the leading rusher on the day, 11 carries for 46 yards. He had one target, no catches. Antonio Gibson goes eight carries for 34 yards, catches all three of his targets for 20 yards. So it's you know a decent eight-point floor game for Gibson here. Terry McLaurin, one carry for 12 yards. Uh, seven targets through only three for 23 as a receiver here. So it was a bad Terry game. JD McKissick, three for 10 as a rusher, eight targets. He was the leading target man on the day, eight targets, eight catches for 83 yards. So for PPR purposes, you're happy. DeAndre Carter, six targets, three for 51 and a touchdown here. Adam Humphreys, whatever, two for 35. Dax Milne, one for 22. Cam Sims, one for 20. Ricky Seals Jones, though, four targets, only two for 12. That was kind of a bust there. Uh, maybe maybe by uh, the time they're off their bye, Logan Thomas is ready to go. So uh, pretty frustrating game here. I thought this would be a little bit more exciting with the Washington football defense just giving up a lot of yards and points to the team's receiving game here. But they hold them 17-10. to 10. Broncos uh, get the win at home. Moving on to the Eagles and the Detroit Lions. Lions fall to 0-8. Eagles win 44-6 to in this one. So a much-needed win for the Eagles. Dramatic fashion here. Uh, the Eagles, Jalen Hurts didn't play the full game. Gardner Minshew got 22% of the snaps. Um, so I really don't know how much the snap count matters for this for this game, even on both sides. Uh, but <clears throat> Quez Watkins leads the way. 89% of the snaps as a wide receiver. Devonta Smith gets 68%. Greg Ward, the wide receiver three, gets 49%. And Jalen Reger, only 18% as the wide receiver four. For quarterbacks, again, Jalen Hurts played 78% of the snaps. Gardner Minshew got 22. Uh, but the running backs, everyone thought it was going to be a Kenneth Gainwell week. Well, guess again, it was Boston Scott with 45% as the lead back. Kenneth Gainwell gets 31%. And then Jordan Howard, ends up getting 25% of the snaps. As far as tight ends go, Dallas Goddard gets 68% of the snaps. And then the new backup tight end, Jack Stoll, 
percent for him on the Lions side Jared Goff played 94% in the game. Khalif Raymond, the lead receiver at 79%. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown played 73% as well as Trinity Benson, 73%. Those are the top three receivers in the game here. TJ Hawkinson, 76% as the lead tight end. And then the running backs, DeAndre Swift gets 71% of the snaps. Godwin, Igwebuke, 18% here, and then rookie Jamar Jefferson gets 18%. So no Jamal Williams in this one. That just meant a little more DeAndre Swift. But uh, let's just take a quick peek at these numbers here. Really ugly game uh, from the Lions. Jared Goff goes 25 of 34, 222 yards. Uh, no touchdowns, no interceptions, sacked five times. David Blau got, you know, some some run in this game at the end of the fourth quarter. DeAndre Swift, pretty, you know, lackluster game here. 12 attempts for 27 yards. Catches all five of his targets for 24 yards, but he also loses a fumble. Uh, Godwin Ikwegbuke, three for 18 as a rusher, three for 40 as a receiver. And then you get Jamar Jefferson coming in, the rookie here, getting two attempts for six yards and the only rushing touchdown on the day here. Four receptions, 23 yards as a receiver. TJ Hawkinson, great floor game here. 11 targets, 10 for 89 as a, as a receiving weapon. And then Amon Ross St. Brown, the only other player, to, the only receiver to catch a ball all day was Amon Ross St. Brown, three for 46. Uh, so no Khalif Raymond today, no Kaderil Hodge, not much of anything else here on the Eagles side. Jalen Hurts, man, only 9 of 14, 103 yards passing, but he did add 71 yards as a rusher. No touchdowns. Uh, Gardner Minshew got in two for two as a passer, 11 yards. Uh, but Boston Scott, man, uh, 12 carries, 60 yards, and two touchdowns. One target, no receptions. Jordan Howard, 12 carries, 57 yards, and two touchdowns. So really similar days for Scott and Howard. Kenneth Gainwell was the odd man out. Only well, He led the team in carries, so we'll give him that. 13 carries, but a meager 27 yards, no targets. That was kind of interesting. Uh, only one target between, between all the running backs here for Philly. Jalen Reger, two for 21 as a rusher. Nothing as a receiver. Dallas Goddard, six for 72. You'll take that floor game on seven targets. Quez Watkins, two for 18. Devonta Smith, one for 15. Jack Stoll, one for nine here. So I'm super concerned about the passing weapons in this game, not named Dallas Goddard. Even if you have Devonta Smith, I think you should be a little nervous to start him. But uh, just it's frustrating. You know, they go 44 to six here on the road against the Lions and nothing to be had in the passing game besides Dallas Goddard. So we'll move on to uh, the Rams and the Texans. We'll be really quick on this one. I don't even really want to read the Texans, but Davis Mills got the start. Maybe Tyrod Taylor next week against Miami, but Brandon Cooks, 89% of the snaps. Danny Amendola, 64%. Nico Collins, 64%. Tight end was interesting this week. Jordan Aikens led the way at 64%. Uh, Anthony Auclair, 25%. But Brevin Jordan, 25%. We'll look at him in a second. Um Running backs, Rex Burkett was the RB1 on the day, 49% of the snaps. Scotty Phillips gets 25% of the snaps. David Johnson, only 18%, and Philip Lindsay, 13% of the snaps. So they remove Mark Ingram from the team, and David Johnson's now the RB3, and Philip Lindsay's now the RB4. So I, I really don't know what to think of that. For the Rams side, Cooper Cup, 87% of the snaps. You got Robert Woods, 87% of the snaps. You got Van Jefferson playing really well in his second year, 84% of the snaps from him. And then with no Deshaun Jackson, you see Ben Skoronek, 30% of the snaps here. Tight end Tyler Higby, still a tight end one, 
running back snaps, though. Daryl Henderson records 61% of the snaps. Sony Michelle, 30% of the snaps. Uh, the box score says Matthew Stafford, 21 of 32, 305 yards and three touchdowns. It wasn't sacked once all game. No rushing stats to prove here. Daryl Henderson leads the way with uh, 14 carries for 90 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he also caught uh, a three-yard touchdown early in the game there, too. So two TDs for Daryl Henderson. Sony Michelle looked good in this one, 9 for 42 as a rusher, 2 for 14 as a receiver. Robert Woods, it was kind of a, a, a really low volume day for him. He does get three carries for 22 yards and a touchdown, which is great. Uh, but nine targets, super nice high number, but only three for 35 as a receiver. But again, he does get the touchdown. So it's two TDs uh, for Robert Woods, two TDs for Daryl Henderson. Uh, and then you get to Cooper Cup, probably the fantasy MVP so far. Nine targets, seven for 115, and another touchdown here. Just unbelievable. Van Jefferson, six targets, three for 88 as a receiver. Uh, no thank you, Ben Skronik. And then Tyler Higby, <sighs> kind of the odd man out right now, three for 25 as a tight end. He's hard to trust at the moment here. And then real quick. I mean, Texans, Davis Mills, this might be the last time we see him for a bit. I uh, played well, 29 of 38, 310 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, and five sacks. Rex Burkhead, four for 21 in a touchdown, three for 27 as a receiver. I don't want to touch any Houston running back at all. Uh, it's a mess. Brandon Cooks, six for 83 in a touchdown, so continuing to play good. Uh, guys to monitor, though. Nico Collins, four for 55 as a receiver. Rookie uh, from Michigan there, Jordan Aikens, 5 for 53 as a as a 10 PPR point day for the tight end there. And then rookie Brevin Jordan, four targets, 3 for 41, and a touchdown. We'll see if he gets more work going forward. But try to stay away from the Texans uh, if you can. Uh, Dallas and the Minnesota Vikings, this was the Sunday night game. Dallas wins 20 to 16. They moved to 6 and 1. Vikings 3 and 4. Uh, no Dak Prescott, so we'll see what Cooper Rush can do. 89% for CD Lamb. Uh, Mari Cooper gets 86% of the snaps. Cedric Wilson played 58% of the snaps. Noah Brown, 18%. We'll see Michael Gallup come back next week and probably flirt with 60 to 70% uh, of the snaps at some point. Dalton Schultz, 82% of the snaps. Blake Jarwin, only 40 44% of the snaps in terms of running backs. Ezekiel Elliott gets 75%. Tony Pollard only 26%. On the Vikings side, uh, I mean, Adam Thielen, 98% of the snaps. Tyler Conklin here uh, gets 82% of the snaps. I don't know what was up with Justin Jefferson. He only played 71%. Uh, same as Dalvin Cook, which is a high number for him anyways. 71% of the snaps for Cook. 58% of the snaps for KJ Osborne. Nothing else in this offense matters uh, except for Alexander Madison, 12%. But again, purely just a handcuff play uh, on Dalvin Cook. Uh, as far as the numbers go, Cooper Rush looked competent. 24-40, 325 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked three times, and he did lose a fumble. Uh, so we don't like the turnovers, but uh, he did put up and move the offense quite well. Cedric Wilson 35-yard pass. Uh, he also had uh, three targets, three catches, 84 yards, and a huge touchdown in this one, 73-yard touchdown score. Ezekiel Elliott goes 16 for 50 as a rusher, six targets, four for 23 as a receiver. Tony Pollard only seven for 26 on the ground, one catch for a yard as a receiver here. Amari Cooper was the favorite target for Cooper Rush, 13 targets, Eight receptions, 122 yards, and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb also had a really productive day. Eight targets, six for 112 yards. Dalton Schultz, bad day, seven targets, two for 11. Noah Brown, one for seven, whatever. Blake Jarwin, one target, no receptions.
On the Vikings side, Kirk Cousins goes 23 of 35, 184 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he was sacked once, 18 yards as a rusher here, so pretty pretty bad game from Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson, really, really quiet game here. He was 0 for 1 on pass attempts, uh, but four targets, two receptions, 21 yards. is kind of a, a non-factor in this game. Dalvin Cook goes 18 attempts for 78 yards. Uh, two targets, no receptions for Cook, so it's a floor game here. Alexander Madison, two for five as a rusher, two for negative five as a receiver. Adam Thielen led the way, nine targets, six for 78 and a score. Tyler Conklin actually looked really good in this one. Seven targets, five for 57. Uh, so if you need a tight end, Tyler Conklin should be on your list. KJ Osborne, two for 10, whatever. Chris Herndon, Luke Stocker, Amir Smith-Marset, CJ Ham, just uh, nothing for fantasy here. Um, so kind of a, a boring game here without the Dak Prescott that might have opened things up a little bit for both sides of the ball. Uh, but nonetheless, Cowboys 20, Vikings 16. Now we're getting to some more of the interesting games uh, of the day here. Saints, Tampa Bay. Saints move to 5-2. and two. Buccaneers fall to 6-2 and two as they win, uh, as the Saints win 36-27. to 27. Uh, Got some big news in this one. Uh, the Saints, we'll start with them. Um, Jameis Winston's done for the year. Trevor Simeon's going to be the guy. So he played 74% of the snaps in this one. Uh, so for fantasy players, Adam Troutman led the way 87% of the snaps. Marquez Calloway, best receiver, 78% of the snaps. Next best receiver, Traquan Smith at 63% of the uh, snaps. Ty Montgomery, 43%. Deontay Harris, 32%. Kind of it's nothing to trust uh, for us. Running backs, Alvin Kamara. 67%. 67%. You love that. Mark Ingram, first game with the team, 29%. He might actually be a flex bench player uh, that you can hold on to in your lineups as this team's probably going to be super run heavy uh, going forward here. Um, and again, Jameis Winston out for the year. Taysom Hill's been MIA the last few weeks. Uh, so this is Trevor Simeon's team for now. Uh, Tom Brady on the Buccaneers side here, leading player on the Bucks. Chris Godwin, 97% of the snaps. Mike Evans gets 95%. Tyler Johnson filling right in for Antonio Brown. He gets 64%. Cameron Brait led the way at tight ends as uh, Robert Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski, five snaps for Gronk, or six snaps for Gronk, and he ends up with back spasms here. Uh, so not a great outing for him. We'll see if he can uh, be on track to play in the coming weeks. Uh, but anyways, Cameron Brait, 61%. Leonard Fournette, 61% of the snaps. O.J. Howard, backup tight end, gets 46%. Uh, there's Gio Bernard with 21%. Jalen Darden got some run, and Ronald Jones, an afterthought here, at 15%. So let's look at the box score. What went wrong for the Buccaneers? Uh, Tom Brady, 28 of 40, 375 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, but he threw two interceptions and had an interception. So turnovers were the, the difference in this one. Leonard Fournette gets eight carries for 26 yards, five targets, three for 17 as a receiver. Gio Bernard, two for 30 as a rusher, one catch, seven yards, and a touchdown. Uh, as the pass catching back, Ronald Jones, three for 13 as a rusher, one for six as a receiving weapon. Uh, this one was all about Chris Godwin, 12 targets, eight for 140, and a touchdown here. Tyler Johnson goes the sec- technically the second leading receiver on the day, Tyler Johnson, six targets, five for 65 as a receiver. Cyril Grayson, one for 50 and a touchdown. Mike Evans, only four targets on the day, but two for 48, and he gets the touchdown there. OJ Howard, two for 16, whatever. Cameron Bray, two for 15, whatever. Uh, Jalen Darden kind of making a few plays here as a receiving weapon. And again, no Gronk in this one. One target, no catches. 
On the Saints side, instead uh, of Jameis Winston, Trevor Simeon comes in, goes 16 of 29, throws for 159 yards and a touchdown. He was sacked once, added two yards on the ground here. Alvin Kamara, 19 of 61 and a touchdown, three for 15 as a receiver. So not a huge rushing day for him or receiving day for him, but he does get the rushing touchdown. Mark Ingram comes in and gets six carries for 27 yards, two for 25 as a receiver. So Roughly, you know, eight to nine points uh, in PPR formats here. Deontay Harris had a 22-yard carry, three for 35 as a uh, receiver here. He actually had seven targets, which led the team, too. So something to keep an eye on there. Uh, Kevin White made a 38-yard catch in this one. Traquan Smith, three for 33 and a touchdown. Garrett Griffin uh, was the leading tight end on the day, three for 30. And then you see Marquez Calloway three for 30 as a receiver. And there's nothing else from Montgomery, Troutman, Arma, or Jawan Johnson. So state of the New Orleans Saints offense going forward, it's going to continue to be Alvin Kamara. It's going to, it's going to be bits and pieces of uh, Mark Ingram. And then the receivers are just kind of playing whack-a-mole. Traquan Smith, Marquez Calloway. We'll see when Michael Thomas comes back. So huge win for the Saints though. We'll move on to the Cincinnati Bengals and the New York Jets. And I'm going to kind of just speed things up here. I got maybe three more games to cover. Uh, let's kind of go rapid fire here. On the Bengals side, Jamar Chase leads the way 95%. Uh, next best receiver, Tyler Boyd, 80%. T. Higgins, 77%. Uh, the running backs, Joe Mixon, gets 77% of the snaps. And uh, then you get Samaj P. Ryan at 25% as the backup. Tight end, CJ Uzama, 86% of the snaps. Drew Sample, 36% of the snaps. On the Jets side, Mike White, 94% of the snaps as the QB. Mike Carter dominated the running back uh, snaps, 70% for him. Next best running back was Ty Johnson, 29% of the snaps there. At wideout, Denzel Mims led the way in snaps, 70 total percent. Keelan Cole, 65%. Jamison Crowder, 61%. And Elijah Moore down here at 36%. Braxton Berrios, 24%, whatever. Tight ends, not really a factor. Tyler Croft, 61%. Ryan Griffin, 49%. But the box score was banging for the Jets. Mike White, 37 of 45, 405 passing yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, just a massive day for Mike White. Not really a, a, a sexy day. He dumped it off a lot uh, to Michael Carter, who had 15 carries, 77 yards, and a touchdown. He had 14 targets on the day, nine for 95 as a receiver. Uh, and then his backup, Michael Carter's backup, Ty Johnson, he goes and gets four carries for 15 yards. Uh, and he had six targets himself for five catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown. So 20 running back targets uh, between the two guys. Just a massive dink and dunk day here. Elijah Moore catches all six of his targets for 67 yards. That was a nice game by him. Jamison Crowder, nine targets, eight for 84. He did lose a fumble, but uh, looks like Mike White's comfortable with Crowder, Elijah Moore, and the running backs. Denzel Mims, three targets, two for 30. Keelan Cole, not much doing. Tyler Croft caught a touchdown. Braxton Berrios caught a touchdown. Uh, but interesting, Mike White just dinking and dunking on him. Uh, Joe Burrow, 21 of 34, 259 yards passing and three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Tyler Boyd had a 46-yard pass complete, com completion to Joe Mixon. Uh, and then Joe Mixon, 14 carries, only 33 yards, but he does get the rushing touchdown. Four for 58 as a receiver and another touchdown. So two TDs. For Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, eight targets, five for 69 and a touchdown, looking better in this one. Jamar Chase, 
Kind of a disappointing game from from Jamar Chase. He did have eight targets, but only three for 32 as a receiver. He did catch a touchdown to salvage the day, uh, but kind of disappointing day from Jamar Chase. T. Higgins looked good in this one. Six targets, four for 97, getting him more vertical uh, involved there. C.J. Uzama, four targets, four for 33 as a tight end, whatever. For PPR, you're fine. And then Samaj P. Ryan, two for 16. Uh, but the Jets, dink and dunk. Uh, all over the Cincinnati Bengals here and win 34 to 31. We'll move on to the New England Patriots and the LA Chargers. Patriots win 27 to 24. Patriots move to four and four. Chargers fall to four and three. Uh, let's go look at the snap counts in this one. On the Patriots side, uh, Jacoby Myers leads the way 92%. Nelson Aguilar, 79%. Nikhil Harry getting in here as the number three receiver, 35% of the snaps for him. The tight ends, it was Hunter Henry with 65%. Johnny Smith, 64%. Uh, but the running backs, kind of all over the place. Damien Harris led the way, 53%. Brandon Bolden, 32%. Ramondre Stevenson, 16%. Uh, and then on the, the Chargers side of things, Keenan Allen led the way, 98% of the snaps. Mike Williams, 90% of the snaps for receiver, the next best receiver. Jalen Guyton at 58%. And then Josh Palmer, the only fourth receiver to play, was at 13%. Austin Eckler dominated the running back snaps and touches, 75% of the snaps for him. Larry Roundtree, 13%. And Justin Jackson down here at 12%. And then the tight ends. Three tight ends being used in this one. Jared Cook gets 55%. Donald Parham, 42%. And Trey McKitty gets 18% percent of the snaps for the box score real quick rough day for herbert 18 of 35 223 passing yards two touchdowns and two ints he was sacked three times justin jackson three for 79 as the leading rusher on the day but it was austin eckler 11 attempts 64 yards and a touchdown who also had 10 targets six catches for 60 yards as a receiver so nice day for austin eckler uh larry roundtree four for 11 as a rusher uh, but this one was all about keenan allen and I guess Eckler too, uh, but 11 targets for Keenan, six for 77 and a touchdown. Jared Cook, five targets, two for 25. Josh Palmer, one target, one catch, 24 yards and a touchdown. Uh, rough day for Mike Williams as Belichick kind of took him away. Five targets, two for 19 as a receiver and Jalen Guyton, one for 18. On the Patriots side of things, uh, weird, uh, but Mac Jones, uh, just like Herbert, he was 18 of 35, 218 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, but he was sacked once, 10 yards rushing for Mac. Uh, Damien Harris looked good, though, 23 attempts, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Brandon Bolden, 4 for 26 as a rusher. Ramondre Stevenson, 8 for 25 as a rusher. He also added a catch and five yards. Nelson, we'll start with uh, Jacoby Myers. Myers, nine targets to lead the way, only four for 37 as a receiver. Kendrick Bourne was the next man up, seven targets, four for 38. He also lost a fumble in that one. Nelson Aguilar, six targets, three for 60, so he kind of remains that vertical threat. Hunter Henry in his revenge game, uh, three targets, only one for 33. Nikhil Harry playing better, two for 30. Johnu Smith, two for 13, and Jacob Johnson, one for two. So uh, kind of a rough offensive game on both sides here, but the Chargers were able to hold on to the ball a little bit more and, and get more rushing attempts. So uh, that's or the, the Patriots were able to rush uh, run the ball a little bit more efficiently. So uh, good game, though, uh, in this one as it came down to the final end, but the Patriots, again, were just too much in the fourth quarter. So Patriots 27, Chargers 24. And then the last game that I'll cover before the Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Giants, real quick, Seattle Seahawks, Jacksonville Jaguars. Seattle wins 31-7. to They move to 3-5. and five. Jaguars fall to 1-6 and six after the bye week. 
Uh, snap counts real quick on the Jag side. Trevor Lawrence plays the full game. Marvin Jones, 91%. Jamal Agnew, the clear number two receiver, I believe, 72% of the snaps. LaVisca down here at 68%. Tavon Austin, 37%. Dan Arnold's the clear lead tight end at 72% of the snaps. And then with the James Robinson injury, he only played eight snaps in this one, 11%. Carlos Hyde took over as the lead back, 66% of the snaps. Dare Ogunbowale got 20%. On the Seahawks side of things, Geno Smith played really well, 100% of the snaps. Uh, but Lockett, 77%. DK Metcalf, 72%. And Freddie Swain, 65%. Those are the clear top three receiving weapons. Gerald Everett finally took over the Will Disley snap percentages here. Everett wins 77% to 63% to Disley. Uh, the running backs, kind of just a huge mess. They use four of them. Collins gets 47% of the snaps. Travis Homer gets 30%. Rashad Penny gets 19%. And DJ Dallas gets 4% uh, for the box score real quick. Uh, Geno Smith, man, 20 of 24, a buck 95 passing, two touchdowns. He was sacked three times, but he adds eight yards and a rushing score. Alex Collins, only 10 for 44 on the ground. Travis Homer, four carries, nine yards, but he adds a, a three-yard catch. Rashad Penny, seven carries for seven, seven yards, no receptions. And DJ Dallas, only one attempt for six yards. Uh, just really nothing happening out of the running backs in this one. It was all Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Uh, Lockett, 13 targets, 12 catches, 142 yards. So it looks like he's back in the groove with Geno. And then DK Metcalf catches all six of his targets for 43 yards and two scores. Gerald Everett, a minus five-yard rush, two targets, one for seven here. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, it's going to be back for week 10 as, as the, the Seahawks are on by for week nine. Real quick with the Jags, Trevor Lawrence, 32 of 54, 238 yards, one touchdown, one interception, 11 yards on the ground. Carlos Hyde, nine attempts, 32 yards as a rusher, six for 40 as a receiver. So that's a quick 10 points. J-Rob, before he went down, four for 22 as a rusher, one for 17 through the air. Uh, there's Dare Ogunbowale getting some carries. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, one for eight. He only had four targets, two for 13 as a receiver. Uh, but Dan Arnold looking like a potential tight end one right now. Ten targets, eight for 68 through the air. Jamal Agnew actually led the team in targets on the day. Twelve targets, six for 38. And the only touchdown on the day, Marvin Jones, seven targets, five for 35. It's a floor game. Uh, Tyron Johnson, Tavon Austin, Luke Farrell, uh, not much happening there. So uh, still a lot to learn here, but I hope you guys found this video useful. Share it with people, uh, friends, if anyone cares about snap counts and some of the box score stuff. But I just want to thank you for making it to the end. If you guys got to the end, uh, leave me a comment in the description or, or in the comment box below. Uh, let me know that you made it. I appreciate uh, This is one of the most important videos I put out because we're looking at all the past uh, history here that we can use to make decisions with. So if you liked it, let me know in the comments below. Thank you guys so much for your time. Have a good rest of your night. We'll see you in the next video. Peace.